Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Check. Check. I don't even have my headphones plugged in yet. Hang on. One, two, check. Microphone. Tickle. Test. Test. Tickle. That's the good stuff. Tickle test. (laughs) Uh, Does it sound like I'm wearing a different outfit? It does. You sound uh, different. Mm Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way or... I just sound more alive. Oh, really? I, I just thought maybe I sound more alive. I broke up with my uniform. I'll probably go back to it on days when I just stop caring. I think you'll live to regret this decision. Yeah. I think that was one of the smartest moves, moving to the uniform. And I had three years under my belt. I just walked through the common area and several people said, oh my God. So now you're going to have to have that conversation, that small talk every time. Yeah. I probably should have just left this alone. And now you have the weight of the world on your shoulders as people will expect a different and exciting outfit every day now. Oh, yeah, because if there's one thing I'm known for, it's my wardrobe choices. Yeah, <laughs> People will sit around and wait. I wonder what he's wearing today. What is he wearing this season? Oh, well, this shirt that I pulled out, I've had this shirt for probably five years. This is not a new shirt. You had to blow the dust like when people sure in movies <laughs> take the plastic off of old furniture. Yes. Whoosh. The sun's shining through the window so you can see every flake of dust and dead skin coming off the clothing. Yeah. That was me last night. Gross. Uh, Thought here. What, off the top of your head, and I'm going to put you on the spot, what TV game show or reality show do you think you'd be the best at and the worst at? Oof. I think I'd be the worst at Big Brother. One, because I need... Alone time and being trapped in a house with other people for like two straight months with dozens of cameras pointed at you all day. Yeah. Kind of seems like a nightmare. And also, after a certain point in time, I wouldn't be able to hide my annoyance. Also, has there ever been somebody on Big Brother where you went, huh, I want to hang out with that person. (laughs) I want to get to know. I want to peel back the many layers. I don't think I've ever seen. And it's not like I watch that show a lot, but what I have seen I don't feel like there's ever anybody likable on that show. I know two people who have been on Big Brother Canada. Yeah. And it was very jarring to see someone you know on a reality TV show. Uh, But then one year, and I'll never forget it, there was a guy who was on Big Brother Canada who got evicted, kicked off the show. And like a week later, I was downtown at a restaurant having dinner before a concert. And that guy uh, brought me my macaroni and cheese. Wow. It wasn't even my server. He was just the dropper offer. Oh, did you say, hey, I liked your work on Big Brothers for those no. two episodes? No, because no. we got burnt. Remember what happened in Toronto? Oh, that yes. girl from Save or Degrassi. Degrassi. Yeah. I was like, weren't you on Degrassi? She was our waitress. <laughs> At and, Jack Astor's. And she did not want to talk about nope. it. Nope. So. so that time I just, uh, I said it on the inside. I was like, that guy was on Big Brother as he dropped off my food. So you would be worst at Big Brother. Best, I like to think, 
Amazing Race is where I would shine. Oh. I feel like I have a decent sense of direction. However, I'm currently watching this new season with my best girl, and she feels the need, I don't know why she brings it up so regularly, to explain to me why I would be so bad at that show, mainly due to my lack of patience. Well, I also like to get to the airport three hours before a regional flight. And an international flight, I'm there the day before. I'm like Tom Hanks living in that airport. Yeah, when you see the Amazing Race teams running to an airport, that, that's just what you do on any given day. Oh, my God, that causes me so much anxiety, w- watching them trying to get a flight somewhere. I hate that. I'd be terrible at that game. But I don't know. I Game show or reality show, I think I would... I think I'd be... I'd like to think... I'd be pretty good at Wheel of Fortune. Okay. Sometimes I see stuff way before the dumb, the uh, <laughs> the contestants see it. I think I'd be good at Wheel of Fortune, and I'd like to think, I know I'd be terrible at it, but wouldn't you just love to try it? Wipeout? Oh, my God, yes. Wouldn't you just love to try running that course once? I really would. Yeah. God, it'd be humiliating. Like, the zoom-in slow-motion replay oh of your fails, God. that would be a tough pill to swallow. I was introduced to that show one day. It was Christmas Day many, many years ago at uh, my beautiful bride's mom's house. All the all the relatives gathered round, calling me Andrew all day long. Perfect. And I went down in the basement. I watched a marathon of Wipeout. I had never seen that before. And I sat in the basement of that house and I laughed like an idiot. It is really good. Oh, my God. But it does put you in a lot of like hunched over positions not flattering, not flattering. Yeah, yeah and they zoom in in slow motion they they want to see you get knocked out and so, they show it so Bryce Kelly good at amazing race yeah. bad at big brother definitely Garner Andrews good at wheel of fortune bad at wipeout probably we'd also both be really bad at jeopardy wouldn't we oh my god it'd be embarrassing <laughs> you're listening to the Garner Andrews show with Bryce Kelly podcast you know who's not bad at jeopardy who? I was, try- <laughs> I was setting you up. <laughs> oh, I see. I was trying to lead you in the conversation. I thought you were going to uh, out a nerd. No. Okay. We, do we know anybody? Do we know anybody in our circles, our social circles, that would be good at Jeopardy? Maybe. I know a guy, too. One guy. Maybe. Yeah. There's someone who works here. Uh, her husband, I think, would be pretty good at it. Oh, we talking about the news guy? His name is Bill. Okay, yeah. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. He'd probably be pretty good at it. He's a smart guy. Uh, but luckily, uh, we do have Sam Papua on the phone. Uh, she's a local woman from here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, who was actually on Jeopardy last week. She was on an episode, and uh, she didn't win, but uh, she still w- walked away with money, which I think is impressive. Most importantly, she captured the hearts and imagination of an entire region. How did you go about getting on Jeopardy? Okay, so going on Jeopardy, um, it was kind of a lifelong dream for me to be on the show. And during the pandemic, of course, like you're at home, um, you know, you're watching a lot of TV, you really don't have a whole heck of a lot going on. And I thought, okay, you know, I'll take the Anywhere test. So did it on my couch, on my cell phone, didn't even crack the laptop for it. And then got a email back from the producers to come back and do another trivia test. 
So after two more trivia tests and then a combined like mock game personality interview, um, they put you in a contestant pool. And I kind of thought that was a TV way of being like, oh, you know, don't call us, we'll call you. And then at the end of September, I got a call back from one of their producers who asked me to come out to L.A. for Thanksgiving long weekend to film and made it on the show. I did see a clip of you talking about uh, preparing for this show. So in my head, preparing, knowing that you're going to be on Jeopardy, that you'd mm-hmm. have to read encyclopedia after encyclopedia, <laughs> but, uh, but you didn't do that? No, absolutely not. That's the one thing I got from a lot of people is like, oh, are you going to like sit down with like the encyclopedia or read the dictionary or like, what are you going to do? And I really didn't do any special prep at all. I mean, aside from just like, I'm normally a pretty avid reader, podcast listener. Um, so I just kept that up. And then of course you try to stay up to date with current events because there's always a chance it could pull like some current events category. Um, but aside from that, like really no extra prep just a lot of trying to keep up with current routine and playing along with shows as they aired. And you said the buzzer was kind of the hard part? You bet, yeah. So the buzzer was pretty difficult, and just timing it to those blue lights on the side of the screen. Because, I mean, if you ring in too early, it locks you out of the question. And then if you ring in too late, another contestant has probably buzzed in before you and gotten the answer. So you're really sitting there just, like, jamming the button, hoping that you're the one who, in the end, the podium's going to light up for, and you're going to get the chance to talk. Was there anything that surprised you being there on set in person versus watching on TV at home? Okay, biggest one, I genuinely thought it was a green screen. I mean, I didn't think the colors would actually be that vibrant, and I was for sure, like, of the opinion that, yeah, it's just going to be a green screen and they'll put the background on. But no, the background does actually look like that, and the studio is set up like that. So it was a kind of a big shock to see that in person. Was there any category you were kind of dreading and hoping wouldn't make it on the show? Yeah, so there was a couple that I was joking around with um, everyone before I went on. So I was really hoping for no Civil War category, because I absolutely know nothing about the Civil War. And then sports, like, I know very little about sports. <laughs> which is ironic because we did have a sports category um, on the show that I was on. And then the math category, when I saw that one, was definitely a dread. I'm terrible with numbers, so that wasn't my most favorite. So you didn't win Final Jeopardy. Some guy who won like 14 games in a row won. But <laughs> exactly, yeah. You, did, you do get to take home some money, right? Yeah, I do. So I get to take home uh, 2000 American, which is nice. Oh, that's pretty cool. My one question that I've always wondered is, yeah. if I went on that show, I would bomb hard and I'd be at like negative <laughs> five grand. If you're in the negatives, do you actually have to pay them back or <laughs> what happens you there? You don't actually. No, so they don't have like a repo team with a crowbar that like corners you in the parking lot after. Um, if you're in the negatives, they just like send you off in shame to like go pick up your bag and go home. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. I yeah. can live with the shame, but the repo men would put it over the top. <laughs> oh, for sure. Right. Oh, I just can't imagine. I have such a hard time imagining sitting on the fact that you were on the show, you went to L.A., you filmed it. All you want to do is gush about your experience, and you have to sit there for, what, a month, a month and a half, and just kind of twiddle your thumbs? Pretty much, yeah, because, I mean, like, you've signed a whole bunch of paperwork, and, of course, all of your responses are just like, oh, I can't say, or, like, you'll have to wait and see. And, meanwhile, you know how everything behind the scenes works. You know how your game went. Like, you know absolutely everything. And it's really just waiting on the clearance emails from the producers where it's like, okay, here's what you can share at this point, or here's what you can tell people now, or here's how to post on social media about it. Wow, what a machine they have working over there. Oh, yeah. They film a bunch of episodes at once, right? So it just must move at the speed of light, too. It does, yeah. Like, they really cook through. So they have everybody kind of sitting in a holding room. And what they do is they kind of do, like, a random draw of who gets to go up at the same time. Um, so you just hope that, like, your, like, little friend that you've made throughout the day uh, and you don't get called up to go at the same time. You, of course, like, don't want to compete against somebody that you've been, like, chit-chatting with the whole time. But anyways, they'll call a couple people up at once. It usually takes about, I would say, like, 45 minutes to film the show in entirety because you've already been through hair and makeup and you're really just sitting there waiting. 
Um, so I think on my day that I was on, they filmed about six games, if I'm not wrong. So it was quite a packed schedule. Holy cow. Well, Sam, I appreciate you so much taking the time. It's so cool that you got on there. It's always fun to root for someone local doing something very cool, like going on Jeopardy. Like, that's something no one can ever take away from you. You will always be someone who got to go on Jeopardy. Oh, for sure. And it makes for a really great party story or like one of those uh, two truths and a lie fun facts you have when you start a new job. Plus, now you get the unbelievable experience of truly understanding one of Weird Al's best songs. Oh, but I couldn't get the questions right. Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. It's on the internet where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Oh, good morning. Earthquakes are fivers. Welcome to the show. Where were you? Did you feel it? Um, I was just saying to Bryce backstage here that I always like I hear a like a delivery truck coming down my street, an empty one, so it's really kind of echoey and loud. And I heard one around 6 o'clock last night. Now I'm starting to think to myself, was that the earthquake that I heard? Uh, lots of people are texting in saying, oh, that, they felt it. Somebody said, we definitely felt it here in Athabasca. Uh, Glenn right out there in Winterburn, just west of the city. I was watching TV. The house rumbled. I asked myself, is that an earthquake or is my mobile home sinking? No, Glenn, it wasn't sinking this time. That was an earthquake. Uh, Somebody else said... I lost it. Had it a second ago. Oh, here it is. I felt the earth just before 6 p.m. Little tremor on the couch. I thought it was an earthquake. Then I thought, I'm just being crazy. But then the news came on and said it was an earthquake. This was in North Edmonton, by the way. Okay, thank you for reporting in, everybody. Thank you for marking yourselves safe. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. You were on a small step stool at the time of the earthquake. Yeah, I was outside. I needed to get a new clicker for my garage door. Mm -hmm. And I was setting that up, standing on a step ladder. I could have snapped my neck. Good thing you didn't. Didn't feel a thing. No, neither did I. (laughs) And again, I feel like I might be deficient in earthquake detection. It's sort of like we all have these, and we've talked about this before, like, I'll walk into my house and I'll go, hey, when did we get that thing on top of a shelf? And she'll go, well, that's been there for eight months. Like, I don't notice things in my home right away. Maybe I just have, maybe this is a disability. I do not sense earthquakes. Maybe it's because we both live south of the river and the river acts as some kind of earthquake protection buffer. Oh, maybe that's what it is. That's my theory. If I know anything about you the Earth. No, it's funny, though. All the texts we got north of the river. Yeah. Athabasca, uh, Winterburn. Somebody else said North Edmonton. They were just sitting on their couch, minding their own business. Next thing you know, the couch is shaking. Yeah, they, someone said the lights were swaying and really? you could hear the plates moving in the cabinets. No, I got none of that on the south side. No. No, I was you, just standing on You pay on extra ladders. for that. You pay extra to not feel earthquakes. Uh, can you imagine if you would have fallen off? It wasn't even a ladder. It was a step stool, right? It was, well, it was a ladder, but I wasn't up very high oh, okay. on it. Yeah. 
I would have fallen, and you know what? I would have assumed that it was uh, my own doing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have assumed earthquake. So just before we turned the microphones on, you said you were out shopping for a Christmas outfit. I missed that. What was that? Yeah, so we have our Christmas party coming up here. And uh, tomorrow night, everybody enjoys the Thursday night Christmas party. Yeah, nothing like a work night yes. Christmas party. And I decided I needed a new blouse to wear. Mm-hmm. And so I've been trying to find one. If you've ever watched I Think You Should Leave on Netflix... I've been trying to find a Dan Flash's style shirt with a pattern so complicated <laughs> it would wow people. Uh, well, good luck. Where have you been looking? Have you found? Have you even come close yet? No, I found a lot of hideous shirts, but yeah. nothing quite with the complexity I need from a pattern. Yeah, we should. I, I just pulled up an image while we're sitting. That is a complicated pattern. The more complicated it is, the more expensive it is. Yeah. And I'm cool with that, but I just haven't found a good one yet. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Tracy, did you feel the quake last night? So, it's funny. Um, last night, I was watching TV and my husband was sitting in a quiet room reading. And he charged out and just kind of stood sort of startled. And he said, 558, I just felt my, my chair move. If, there's a, if they report that there was an earthquake, I felt it. And so, I didn't notice, but then literally so maybe you and i belong to the same cl- maybe we're earthquake blind perhaps yeah i love the fact that he ran out of his room and time stamped it 558 <laughs> uh, first thing out of his mouth maybe oh. i just have such good balance that i don't oh. even notice earthquakes yeah you've got cat-like balance yeah i do creep on cat's paw as mm-hmm. they say Somebody said, oh, this is from Kevin. I don't know about blindness, but I do know that I have name deafness. <laughs> when I meet somebody new and they tell me their name, I instantly forget it. It's more likely that I just gloss over when they tell me. Huh, nice, Kevin. Nice. Yeah, there's ways to, to get around that without them noticing that you don't know their name. It's impressive, though. Like, I could not... If you gave me a four-digit number that I had to memorize, like, that I had to remember and recite back to you in 15 seconds from now, I would not remember it. I have to write things down. Although I might be able to pull off a three-digit number, but you give me four digits, I'm screwed. Yeah. I'm number blind. I feel you on that one. In fact, that's why I actually think the best invention of all time is when you get like a text code now. Oh, yeah. And you can just, your phone automatically does it for you. Yes. And I don't have to remember the code. Oh, oh. But it is impressive sometimes, you know, somebody will go, uh, give me your number and you'll rat, and there'll be like an international country code in front of it and everything, 10 digits. And they'll just go, no, I'm good. I, I don't need to write that down. How do you do that? Same thing with uh, servers when they're taking huge orders. Oh, yeah. They're writing it down. <laughs> Couldn't do it. No. You're listening to the Carter Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I got this text, though. Before there was any word of this earthquake, I returned home to find my teenager on the main floor. Kind of strange because he's turned into a basement person since moving downstairs and essentially gaining access to a bachelor pad. I said to him, what are you doing upstairs? He says, I kind of got freaked out. He was trying to take a nap and right before he fell asleep, he said he felt the bed move. I said, ah, it's probably the dog. He said, nope, definitely not the dog. That's why I'm upstairs, because I freaked out. How many people in Alberta thought they encountered a ghost last night? Tons, I bet. 
eh, ghost would not be the first thing that came to mind. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Oh, God. First it was bugles. Then it was Little Debbie's snack cakes. Now bagel bites also being discontinued in Canada. Are you starting to get the feeling that Canada is just a quiet, dusty, little country town that corporate America doesn't care about? I'm starting to get furious. Are you? Um, the bugles I can live without. But the bagel bites, this one stings. You know, Does it? This you, one. Uh, you know that that's just a bagel that's really small with melted cheese on it, right? And cheese and toppings, and they're pre-made for you, and they taste delicious, and you they're scrumptious, and I want of, them. And you know you can do all those things yourself, right? Who wants to do that? What am I? Who do you want me to do? Cut my own bagels and put things on them? Forget it. I want to take them out of a box, put them in the oven, and enjoy. Hmm. I don't want all this legwork that you're proposing. But uh, uh, you go through. We've talked about it before when you're in an American grocery store, and oh, you go yeah. through like their pop aisle, their cereal aisle, and they are just beating us. It's a vast. Mile. Their cereal aisles are vast. It's, it's almost two aisles. Yes. And uh, ours is garbage. Ours is great if you are if you like fiber in your diet or if you like flavorless pop. But what if you want diabetes in your diet, Bryce? Then go to the United States where they apparently allow fun. Yeah. I don't know. I refuse to get bent out of shape over the bagel bites. I, I more, I'm more offended or insulted that the rest of the world just looks at us and goes, eh, there's no money. No money to be made there. Yeah, what's with all the hate? The hate train's chugging our way right now, and I don't like it one bit. No. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Same music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.